Hey friends, welcome to another episode of the podcast. Today we are going to go take a little journey into the book of Haggai. I was doing a Bible study from one of my absolute favorites, The Daily Grace Co., highly recommended, and I dug into this very, very short book of Haggai, and it's just a couple of pages long, but wow, does God's word come alive, and does he show you the most incredible lessons and meaning and depths inside of just a few short pages. And I felt led to share with you five biblical truths to encourage you to answer the call of God. And we're going to go through these five truths because I believe that each of you has a call. I know you do. I think you have multiple callings over your life, but there's this really one big core common denominator root calling, as I like to call it, that's over our lives. And it's something that was written about us before birth. There are books in heaven about us and God has a specific, beautiful, incredible plan for each of us to fulfill. And it's our responsibility. We are called to take action and we really have to inventory our priorities to make sure we're not delaying obedience, that we are saying yes to God. And when we do that, we see so many of God's promises and his protection become a a big, incredible, amazing reality in our lives. And that's really kind of a foreshadowing of what we're going to go through today in the book of Haggai. So I can't wait. Definitely grab a pen and a piece of paper and you're going to want to dig into this book right after we're done with today's episode so that you can gain and glean God's wisdom over the calling of your life. Let's do it. Do you want to get clear in your calling so you can start an online business? Do you find yourself looking up how to work from home, how to start a business or Ways to get more clients? (laughs) Hey friend, welcome to the Stephanie Gass Show. You know God has a plan for you, yet you can't seem to get clarity on what it is. So you stay stuck, do nothing, or start random side hustles to make quick money. Wait for it, clarity is calling. Hey, I'm Steph, daughter of the king, wife, boy mom, and PJ all day enthusiast. After building success the world's way, I was still lost. I finally surrendered and God showed me how to build a business his way. Spoiler, your dreams pale in comparison to God's dreams for you. Imagine getting clear on your God-led calling, learning the steps to starting a sustainable online business, launching a podcast, and monetizing using coaching or courses so that you can make impact and income. And maybe you're doing it all braless and flawless. <laughs> this is the podcast for you. Pop that LaCroix, fill up your iced coffee, or grab your kombucha. Actually, you're probably going to need all three. It's time to grow, girl. I pray this blesses you. Let's get it. All right, friends, we're going to be digging into these five biblical truths to encourage you to answer the call of God. And we're going to be kind of going through and just following along with the book of Haggai. And so let me give you a quick summary of this book. And then obviously I want you to go read it yourself. And one of the cool things I've learned from um, the Daily Grace Co. is they have you read the entire book and then you go through and you break it down basically line by line. And then you go back and you read the book again at the end of your Bible study. And it really kind of helps everything come full circle and really have depths and meaning to the words that you're reading. And of course, praying over... um, God's word before and after you read. And it just allows the scripture to kind of come to life and really plant seeds of wisdom into your heart. So here's a quick summary. Okay, basically, 
the people of Judah said it wasn't time to rebuild God's temple, okay? Yet, they were living in luxury for the time. I'm sure it's subjective, okay? Luxurious houses, and God's temple was in ruins. So God sent a message to his servant Haggai, and Haggai spoke to the governor of Judah. Hey, we got to get some timber. We got to rebuild God's temple, okay? So that's kind of the first whole beginning of the book. Then secondly, the people basically made excuses and they said why they couldn't, right? Does that sound like any of us? Does that sound like the world today? And God really made a lot of examples of how their delayed obedience was causing them to not experience the fullness of heaven. And God said, because of them, heaven withdraws withholds due and no matter how hard how hard you're trying with your own strength you keep failing and he gives lots of examples of you know you're planting all of these amazing crops and yet you're not reaping what you should be reaping from the crop why because it's in your own strength and this is happening in Haggai 1 through 6 okay so then in this third phase here um, almost, it took them almost a month. So they actually have dates throughout the book of Haggai, which I think is pretty cool, kind of showing us the reality of delayed obedience, how long it takes us sometimes to listen to God's call, to listen to his leading. And almost a month later, they finally, finally decided to listen to God. And, you know, he's giving them lots of examples of why they should listen, which you think, oh my goodness, this dude straight up hearing from the Lord speaking to the governor who is speaking to us, like, maybe we should listen. <laughs> what? I don't think so, Joe. Like, I got to mow my lawn, you know? Like, I'm kind of busy over here. Anyways, so it says, because they feared him, which fear is reverence, right? They begin to, to think of God and say, oh man, like, we are not in partnership with God. We are, we are absolutely n- not running with God. We're running against God. They begin to rebuild the temple. This is Haggai. 12 through 15. Okay, then the next section of the of the book, it talks about God then spoke through Haggai again. And he told them through encouraging the people, get to work. I am with you. My spirit remains with you, right? Because as you're as they were working, as they were building, it just began to feel like so much and it was hard and their rebuilding process was long and it wasn't nearly as beautiful as the original temple. So they were feeling very, very discouraged with themselves, feeling less than. And God just poured out his encouragement over the people. Then God gives a prophecy of Jesus's coming and he talks about the future glory of the temple will be greater than its past glory. And he was using a visualization of them rebuilding this physical temple to really symbolize us becoming the temple of God, right? Jesus is coming and how we would be, how we, our bodies would become temples, living, breathing temples for the Holy Spirit. And then lastly, he gives promises for protection. And he says, I'm about to shake up everything, right? Everything's about to get really hard, but you are chosen and I will honor you. That is really my own words, my summary of the book of Haggai. So you're going to have to read it on your own. But here are the lessons, the five lessons I'm going to pull for you out of this incredible book. First is that God is calling you to do something. I truly believe even in every single phase of my life, 
I've had a call. Every step, every moment, right, from having a baby. That was the call that was over my life at that moment to moving into uh, entrepreneurship. That was a call. And then the next thing was, you know, you guys have heard my story. I was called to start a podcast. And there's been little mini leadings and promptings from God all throughout this process. But there's constantly going to be a call. Like we were not born purposeless. You have a purpose over your life. And I know that all of our purposes are to glorify God, but we glorify him through our callings. We glorify him through our marriages and our parenting and our leading and our teaching and our ministries and our spiritual giftings and the, and the things that we are called to do. So the first thing, the first biblical truth is that there is a call right now over your life. Now, I don't know in which, which area. I have no idea what's going on over there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but there is a call. There is a call. And the second biblical truth is that we are called to take immediate action. Immediate action. If you look back at the story, the people of God, even though they were people of God, they had delayed obedience. They made excuses. They had their priorities all out of whack. They Now God was so good and in Haggai 1.4, is it a time for yourselves to be living in your paneled houses while my house remains in ruins? And so he did such a beautiful job of really putting things in perspective. And I think as we pray to God, when we think about what our calling is and what he is asking us to do and we're afraid of that or it's inconvenient. Is God's calling ever convenient? Of course not. That's part of the test, right? <laughs> like we have to push through the strange timing or the confusion of like now God, like, ugh, I don't think so. Like we will validate and we will come up with all these reasons why now is not the time. But in Haggai 1, 5 through 6, now this is what the Lord says, be Give careful thought to your ways. You have planted much, but have harvested little. You eat, but never have enough. You drink, but you never have your fill. You put on clothes, but you're not warm. You earn wages only to put them in a purse with holes in it. And I encourage you to think about, is that what your life feels like? You're just trying and you're trying and you're doing and you're hustling and you're striving and it's just never enough. You can't seem to reap the blessing. You can't seem to experience the fruitfulness in the business or in your efforts. And I think it's because your priorities, potentially just an idea, might be out of whack. Maybe there's this delayed obedience happening in your life. God is leading you to either lay down the stuff, lay down the idols, lay down your ways and exchange them for his ways, or he's asking you to take action at all, to begin, to go, to leap, to move forward. And so that through that, it brings us to the third biblical truth, which is they began, right? They took action. And so take immediate action instead of delayed action. Okay, so we're going to take immediate action. That's what God wants from us. And biblical truth three is that you will experience God's encouragement on your journey. So as you're journeying through the call, and you guys have heard me talk about the four phases of God's calling in episode 433, but when you walk the journey, it's not easy. So hard for God's people when they begin to build the temple. It was nothing like the original temple of God. 
didn't feel as beautiful. It didn't feel as magnificent. It was hard work. It was in a season where they were really called to be focused on God. We are told that this message from the Lord through Haggai came on the seventh month of the 21st day. This is from the, the Bible study I told you guys about. Though this likely means nothing to us, it was very significant. This is the last day of the Feast of Booths, the Feast of Tabernacles, which is one of the most important feasts on the Jewish calendar. It's as if it, we were told that this was taking place on December 25th, right? Christmas Day. So it likely means that the people had not gotten very far. They were probably feeling super discouraged. And they were feeling like this is going to go on forever. This is going to go on for years. But right then, right in the beginning of their journey, they started to get confirmation from God. God showed up and he poured into the people and he gave them encouragement on their journey. He reminded them that they were doing good works. Biblical truth number four is that you will experience God's blessing now and in the future. And I know from my own life and from scripture and from the book of Haggai, there is physical blessing. There is emotional blessing, spiritual blessing. There's realized promises. And we know that we can rest secure in God's promises and he just abundantly, abundantly pours out his favor and love over us when we faithfully serve him. And this doesn't mean money necessarily. Sometimes it does. But blessing in Hebrew actually means to grow close to, to become intimate with God, to know him more deeply. And another translation for this is a gift or present. And I just can just envision God with his arms out wide, wanting to hug us and love us and grow close to us and pour out whatever it is that brings us joy, true heavenly joy while we're here on earth so we can experience heaven on earth. And then last, the final biblical truth is that you are promised protection. You are promised protection. God talks about it all going down, right? He's talking about everything getting harder and the world getting shaken and he says, you are chosen. I will honor you. I will honor you. So how incredible for us to know when we're called, we can take immediate action. We are allowed to feel frustrated. We're allowed to know that the journey's going to get hard. Often it's promised that it's going to be hard. But through the hard, we learn lessons. We, When we go through hard things, we perseverance is created in our hearts. We become stronger. We become more faithful. We lean on God more. God's going to encourage us through the journey. He's going to pour out blessing and love as we continue faithfully serving him. And lastly, he promises to protect us as we move forward through our call. So I hope that all of this has encouraged you to answer the call of God, whatever the thing is, whatever the, the knocking is on your heart, whatever Holy Spirit is leading you to do, that you say yes, that you pray that the Lord would show you the way, that he would walk beside you, that he would prepare all of the steps. He would encourage you as you stumble and fall, as it feels hard, as it feels like you, when it feels like you can't, when we make excuses as to why we can't possibly do it now or we can't possibly continue, that God removes all of that confusion, all of that frustration, all the obstacles and just moves them, sweeps them right out of your path and makes clean a way for you to walk with him forward straight into his promised blessing 
over your life, over the future generations, over your kids' kids, and over all of the beautiful glory that he has prepared for you in our forever home, heaven. I pray that this blessed you. I'll meet you guys back tomorrow for a quick tip Tuesday episode. God bless you and I'll see you soon. Did you have fun? Or learn something? Leave mama a review. Pretty please. I hope you loved today's episode, friend. I pray it stretched you, challenged you, or grew you in some way and that it's helping you. If so, would you stop right now and share this episode with someone else that has been praying for a breakthrough? I also would love it if you could take 30 seconds for me and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. This is the only way that I know you're actually liking the show. Plus, it lights me up to hear from you. Lastly, come on over to our free community, stephgascommunity.com and head to stephaniegas.com to grab your free gifts. I have free workshops over there and everything you need to know about working with me, taking my courses or connecting. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with the hope by the power of the Holy Spirit, Romans 15, 13. I'll see you in a few days. God bless.